Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Very pleased, I mean... You lose your first match, you don't control anything going forward, so you're not out of it. But um, I thought today might be kind of a tough one. I mean, he hits, he, he, I knew, I knew he's such a good driver of the golf ball that around this place, if he's driving it well, it's going to leave him with quite a few opportunities. And uh, the only fairway he missed today was a hybrid he hit right down the middle and went through the fairway on 10. And then, uh, sorry, he missed two, he missed the 15th hole. And that's, um, it wasn't like a pretty match. But when somebody's in position like that every hole, it makes it a little bit challenging mentally for who's playing with, especially when I did not drive it particularly well, as good as I have been. So um, didn't lead till 16. And once I won 16, and I felt in control there um, briefly. And uh, the north wind makes – the course is designed for the south wind. So when you get the north wind, it's, it's very tricky. Um, and – Without a whole lot of prep on the course, I only saw the front nine. Um, so I, I kind of struggled a little on some lines on tees and stuff throughout the back nine and fortunately still played it a couple under. Yeah, I, I just um, kind of had a feeling. I mean, I haven't – my last, you know, I would call real round of golf in a tournament that I played was Sunday of Riviera. Right. Given the players was just a mess of the two rounds I played. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a long time ago. So I felt – as if it was the start of the season in a way, like I felt jittery and yeah. and like I was going to have to really, um, almost like knock some rust off in a way, um, even though it's mid March, which shouldn't be the case. Right. So, um, and it, having said that, I thought you know today might be a tougher round, but I think you know the more I play, the you know the more you kind of mm-hmm. lean on shots you're a little more comfortable with and sharper I should get. It's a good round. Uh, very, I don't know what the word would be. It's not stress-free, but maybe organized, you know. I didn't make many mistakes. Um, hit a lot of fairways, hit a lot of greens. Um, the only thing that I would like to see improve is a couple of short putts that, uh, so about three of them, a couple of them were misreads. One of them was just the best stroke that had I made those, I think, you know, I could have closed it out early, but at the same time, I had a chip in and made the long putt on 13, right? So it's a... Uh, it balances out. Overall, it was a good round of golf. Honestly, I feel like I said that because you guys asked me and I had no other answer. Uh, <laughs> it's this week, so I'm working on, <laughs> on winning. Uh, but th- there is moments, right, where sometimes getting a par is very, very important. And I think 11 was uh, a key example of it, right? Um, I made a good swing. We missed just the win. Ended up in a bad spot, bad lie. Hit a good chip and made a great 10-footer to keep the round going. Uh, and, st- and keep that one-up lead, right? So I think that's one of those good examples. Uh, made a bad tee shot, or what I thought was a bad tee shot on 12, got a good balance and ended up in the fairway, and from there made another great up and down to, to win another hole, right? So I think that stretch of 11, 12, or 13 is where in a major championship, making a couple pars and a birdie could switch the round, right? I mean, it's one of those moments, one of those stretch of holes that can change the momentum of a tournament. So in that sense, I felt like I kept my patience very, very well and just stay focused on what I had to do, and, and, uh, and it paid off. 
I, I really have enjoyed, uh, you know, coming back here over the years. It's a little bittersweet. Of course, you'd rather be at the World Match Play, but, um, you know, this I've really enjoyed uh, coming down here. Obviously, the win in 2019 was a it was a really important victory for me at the time because I kind of had conditional status, and uh, you know it meant a lot to me. And um, you know I gave it a pretty good run here last year as well. I, you know, finished bogey bogey to, to lose by a couple, and uh, you know in you know some very tough conditions, 17 and 18 play quite hard here, and uh, you know it's you know very easy to do. But um, you know excited uh, again to be here. Golf course is in fantastic shape. I'm not sure I've ever seen it better. And like I say, good memories. Um, you know, the wind always blows out the same direction here. It kind of the course plays very similar every year we come back. And uh, you know, looking forward to the challenge. You know, to me, the big keys of this golf course: the fairways are very wide, so there's not really a massive emphasis on driving the ball. I mean, obviously, if you can hit it long and straight, long and straight works most weeks. But uh, you know, to me, it's really about controlling iron play in this golf course, and, and obviously putting well. You know, the surfaces. Uh, this past palm surface is, is a unique surface. It plays pretty slow. Uh, the, the grass is very coarse. It's got quite a bit of grain to it. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I own a, a property in the Bahamas, and, you know, I play a bit of golf down there. and sort of vacation golf, and, and I feel like since I've started playing a little bit more golf down there, my past palm games got better and better. Um, and I, and I've, I started to play very well in places like Dominican Republic, Mayacoba, um, golf courses with a lot of pass palms. So, um, you know, like you said, in 2019, I think I had 15 straight one putts on a Saturday, which is something I've never done, you know, on the PGA Tour ever. Um, you know, and uh, you, you certainly have to putt it well. Obviously, when the wind blows, controlling flights on iron play is very key. Uh, also, run this golf course, but uh, you know, um, I, I, you got to make birdies um, to, to compete. It's normally reasonably low scoring, even with the, the high winds, and, and, and that means the putter has to be hot. It was strange, you know, because I came here in 2018 and I missed the cut and I just kind of looked around and thought this was a big wide open track and it wasn't really my style of golf course. And I said, I, you know, probably skip this one. Hopefully I'll be at the match play next year and I'm off to, and all of a sudden a year later, here I am again. And I think I opened up with a 73. I had a really bad shot into nine, which is right behind us. I hit it. You know, I hit a five iron, I hit it dead left in the rocks. And I remember I was I was struggling with my iron game a little bit early in the week, and I was grinding on the range. I like to go to the range late in the day here just to avoid the kind of midday sun. I normally go back to the hotel and relax for a few hours and then come out and do my practice sessions late. And I was working very hard on my medium to long iron play. And uh, I remember hitting a six iron in the last round in the 17 to about six feet. And it was the shot that I'd been working on all week. You know, it was the shot I was struggling with early in the week. But as the week went on, I was continuing to grind on the range. It was a shot that was improving, um, and it ended up being the key shot that kind of led me to victory. So that was kind of one of the one of the good memories from that week. It was weird. For the first part of my career, I had, I had never won in an odd year. Um, I won in two, four, eight, ten. I had never actually won in a, and I won in twelve again. And then I won three times in 13, and so I was able to break that duck a little bit. I, um, you know, I, I don't believe in kind of um, you know patterns like that necessarily, but I do believe in you know having attitudes at the right times, um, you know, being the key to success. You know, and I came down here in 19 with the right attitude. I think it'd be very easy. You know, for a player, you know, there's obviously a lot of good players in this field that that maybe feel that they're good enough to be in the world match play, but they're here playing an opposite event, and there's a certain there's a certain amount of how do you deal with that, you know? And I've always tried to come down here with the right attitude. This is a fantastic opportunity. There's great FedEx points uh, up for grabs here, and uh, it's about you know having the attitude in the right place. And I came down here in 19 with 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 that right approach, and it, and it served me well. And, and I've always tried to approach this tournament the right way.
um, you know, rather than begrudging the fact that I'm not at a WGC event, coming down here and viewing this is a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, I think my game's trending really well in the right direction. I'm excited about a lot of the things I'm doing. Um, Bay Hill, a few weeks ago, I played really well. Uh, a couple of holes just took me out of contention, but um, no, I really feel like I'm making big strides in the right direction. Um, coming back to a course like this with good memories, playing well in the wind, uh, putting well in these greens. Um, you know, I'm excited about the rest of the season. You know, I need I need those weeks where you know you you post some good finishes and get that confidence and that belief in yourself, and really just trying to have you know just trying to be patient with what I'm doing. But uh, I really feel like I'm moving back in the right direction, and certainly very excited about the way the game is moving. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, like I say, I think the people are very proud. Uh, first and foremost, of the PGA Tour come and visit this this, this great part of the world. Um, the golf course here is, uh, I think, it continues to evolve and, and you know, it's in the best shape that I've I've ever seen it in this year. And uh, you know, to be to be part of to be part of. Uh, of a, of a sport that's evolving in this part of the world, I think's uh, really cool. I mean, obviously, the PGA Tour is a is a very inspirational product for 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 young people, and and obviously in a country like Dominican Republic, that golf's kind of new and growing, and it's it's fun to be part of of something you know that hopefully inspires generations in the future. And you know, people always take great care of me when I come down here. I normally walk out of here with some nice rum and some nice cigars, and uh, you know, it is it is it is somewhere I look forward to coming coming to uh, spend some time, and and obviously, hope, hopefully, I. Can and compete this weekend. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern lower peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. Today, there are smarter phones, smarter cars, smarter everything. So Bridgestone Golf's engineers thought, why not a smarter golf ball? Introducing the new Tour B with a smart reactive IQ cover that delivers more power off your driver and more control off your wedges. Try Bridgestone's new Tour B with reactive IQ cover. The smarter Tour Ball. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality. Exceptional craftsmanship. Exceptional price. Order your custom-built Equalizer 2 wedges at BenHoganGolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. 
And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG. Nobody builds golf clubs the way we do. Period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana and Golf Week's best you can play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's best you can play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the program. Probably one of my favorite product categories are wedges. They're just so gorgeous. I always, you know, it's one of the things when I'm walking up to somebody's golf bag and I'll pick up and I always look at it this way because I like to see the way that the sole has been ground. I particularly like when there's relief on the heel. So it gives you versatility in terms of what you do with that. And so it's always exciting, particularly when. Titleist comes out with a new Vokey wedge, and they have done just that. Uh, uh, Bob Vokey is an absolute legend, a legend in the industry. And this new SM9 wedge takes all of that experience and uses all the technology that Titleist has access to, and they create these incredible pieces. In fact, I'm looking down at this one here. Uh, this is a 60-degree M grind with eight degrees of bounce. And I'm looking at the way they did the relief on just the top edge of this. It's gorgeous. Corey Girard is the director of Vokey Wedges. And, and Corey, welcome to the program. How excited are you? How excited is Titleist for the SM9s? Matt, good morning. We're doing really, really well. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. Okay, so again, this is, you know, it's always the hard part to talk about something that I can remember when the SM8s came out. I was with Bob Vokey at a PGA Tour Superstore and we were doing stuff for Golf Channel. And he was so excited about the wedge and the new technology. I guess the question is for the SM9, where where did you go from there? What what did you do with the center of gravity? Uh, how how did you work these wedges so that they're even better? Yeah, we took another step further, Matt. I mean, the the Voke always says he's got the world's best R and D team, and that is the PGA Tour players, right? They always come back to him with the feedback of what they're looking for for that next wedge. So with SM8, we really took that center of gravity story forward. And this time we've done it again. In fact, we've moved it up. So what we learned with SM8 was pushing the CG forward helps you square the club face up at impact. And what we're looking for really though, is those higher lofted wedges to flight lower. So in SM9, the real key here to the center of gravity mat is we've raised it up to give you a lower ball flight. Now I know that might seem a little opposite to the way of thinking for a lot of the players that you and I might play with on the weekend, but the best players in the world, they're looking for a truly lower ball flight to control that distance and control that ball flight window when it's say 56, 58, 60 degree wedges. So that's what we've done with SM9. We've moved that CG up. You're going to hit a lower ball flight to hit your number more often. So uh, Corey, to that point that you said, Bob Volk, says he's got the, got the best RD in the world because of all the tour players. You guys come out with a new SM9. Tour players are, are they're animals of pattern, and they're going to take it and test this before they play it. 
from the testing, now having it in their golf bags, what kind of results are they getting towards that objective of that lower, more controlled ball flight? Fantastic results. I mean, you, you're 100% right. A lot of these guys take a lot of time. They're very methodical. And you know what it's like. If you love a golf club, the last thing you want to do is is change it quite often. But yeah. that's when Bob knows he's got something truly better. When he and Aaron Dill are on tour and the guys and girls put it straight in play, that happened for us in Maui this year. We had a number of players that put it in play that didn't even take their old SM8 widgets with them to Maui. They put SM9 oh. straight in the bag. Cam Smith was one of them and uh, and had a record-breaking week. So that's tr- truly the test. When are these products validated? And that's when uh, the tour players say, I'm going to put it straight into play. All right. So from the center of gravity... All of this technology obviously is integrated. So let's talk about the integration of the technology. If you don't mind, Corey, I'd love to jump to the face of this wedge and talk about what you guys do with the faces because it is so unique. Yeah, we have a new groove cutting process for SM9, which is really exciting. So we have a more consistent way of doing it, Matt. So that's going to give you sharper grooves. They're going to last longer. You're going to get more consistent, obviously higher spin from that. But that consistency is really key. Every one of your listeners and viewers wants more spin. But how do we recognize when we're running out of spin is an important one as well. So reality is, Matt, your grooves are going to wear out over time. That is reality. We're not going to say you need to update it all the time. But a key one for that is if your grooves are wearing out, you're going to launch it a little too high. It's going to carry short and it's not going to spin. So what used to stop maybe eight feet away is now 15 feet away. So that's what the players are looking for, is a lot more spin. They're looking for more consistency. Step one, we're going to cut the grooves right. Step two, because we know they're going to wear out over time, we actually heat treat the face as well. So when we do that, it's almost like searing a steak a little bit. You're not cooking it, but you're just searing it to lock that in. That doubles the durability of that groove. So what used to last maybe 400 bunker shots is actually now around 800 bunker shots. So not only are you starting with more spin fresh out of the bag. We want to keep that in your bag for as long as we can. Wow. Uh, spin mill grooves that uh, Corey is talking to us about and the micro grooves and all of that technology and the fact that each one of these grooves are individually cut for the particular loft. Uh, what I w- Let's talk about two things, uh, Corey. Let's first of all talk about loft options that these wedges have. And then I want to talk to you about sole grinds. In the three yeah. samples that I have, I have an M. I, I believe it's a D and an F. I haven't looked closely at the other two enough to see it. But this was an M that I have in my hand right here. Could you talk to us about loft options? And then let's get into some of these sole grind options as well. Yeah, we have a lot. We have 23 loft bounce and grind combinations. So that's meant to give you all the opportunity to find the right wedge for you and the right wedges for your set. So we want versatility throughout your set. Those 23 options, we think we're going to find something there for you. Vogue always says that he likes players to have a little more bounce, a little wider sole in that sand wedge. When we get to the lob wedge, maybe a little less bounce, a little narrower sole. So even within the set, you've got two different wedges doing different things there. And the sole's really important, Matt. I mean, you could have the world's best center of gravity. You could have a great groove. Um, on that product as well. But if you're not getting the right contact because you don't have the right sole grind, then that's really going to throw that ball out. You're not getting the right benefits of all of that. So that's really where these grinds come in so, so important. We have six of them. We have more as you get closer to the green. So we have five of our options right around the green. And the reason we do that is because 
we want you hitting around grooves two to five on the club face. That's grooves two to five from the bottom. And that contact is gonna give you obviously the right contact, but the right ball flight, the right spin, and you're gonna be able to control your distance a little better. If you don't have the right grind, that contact's not gonna be the same. Let's say it's something that's a little narrow in the sole, a little less bounce. If you get diggy on that, that ball's now gonna hit higher up the face. It's gonna come out too high in terms of launch. It's not going to spin as much and it's going to carry short. That's not the result we're after. So if you find the right grind, it's really going to open up a world of versatility for your game. I guess the, the hardest question to, to follow that up with then is, you know, you've got golfers that will walk into, say, PGA Tour Superstore, and there's just a sea of wedges on their respective racks. Is there a way that we can help guide people as to what grind might be the best preference for them? Yeah, there's a couple of different ways, Matt. And if you go into that store, you've got some demo product. I want you to go and hit them. Go and hit them because you'll find which one either looks good or sits right to the ground, even when you open it up. But as long as you're hitting those, even off a mat, contact's going to be really important. You're going to find the right one. Probably more importantly, you're going to find the wrong one for you, which I think is important too. As we're going through that too, you have the option to have a look before you get to that store. We have a wedge selector tool on Vokey.com and it's really good very accurate. It's a great opportunity. A lot of fitting matters, as you know, comes down to the questions in the interview. What are we trying to do with this wedge? Do you want to do multiple things with it? Do you use it out of the bunker? Do you ever like to open it up? What kind of player are you? All of those questions we can get to in the wedge selector tool even before you go to store and see that fitter. So that's a really good way to narrow down a few for you. Then we head in and we try them and that's really going to put it to the test. Love it. Now, I have three different wedges, as I mentioned, Corey. Let me just hold these up to the camera so you can see them. And I hope that the camera in studio here can, can show the differences in these finishes. How many different finish options do you have with the wedges? Again, and this all towards, it's towards what you just said, the fun, right? And the customization that people can have. How many different finishes can people choose from? We have three main finishes. The ones you have in your hand, there are two of chrome jet black and brush steel all three look really good there's a raw finish as well that's available through custom now a lot of people think that the raw spins more that's why the tour players use it Matt, the reality is why they're using that is because aaron deal and will harvey and our other reps around the world some need to tweak those products you talked about hero relief at the top of the call if they need to get on the grinding wheel it makes no sense to get one of these versions that's got the chrome plating on it so they take the raw head and take that away so we don't have paint flying everywhere. So those three main finishes you're looking at there. Now, when I was just mentioning customization and feel and having fun, you guys take it up to another level with Titleist wedges. Uh, what can people do to make this particular wedge uniquely their own? They can put anything they want on it, just about. We have six different toe engravings. Um, we have a bunch of different stamping options, um, up to 10 characters. So you can straight, you can freestyle. You can have a lot of fun with this. You can mix and match with paint fill as well. So I like to talk about this as we make performance vehicles, but if you want to put mag wheels on it or a different spoiler or something else on the back of that vehicle, you can do that. You can have some fun. That's awesome. Is that message getting out there, Corey? Are people picking up that they can customize these? People are picking up on the message that you can customize them. I think having a look at that clean design too on SM9, as much as I'm excited about the product performance, Matt, I think there's a lot of people excited about how much real estate is on the back to have some fun with.
I love it. I mean, I already asked you about how it was re- how it was received by tour players, and clearly, even this early in the calendar year, it is being very well received. How excited are you? How excited is Titleist for 2022 and seeing the full breadth and width of this being taken into play by really everybody? This has been a number of years coming that, you know, we've tested and tested and tested with tour players, robots, real players. We've gone to different golf courses and different turf and sand conditions. So to see that validated so early on with the world's best players is tremendous. We're just looking forward to other golfers to having that experience really soon. The PGA Tour players are coming back and saying, everything you told us about this product, that ball flight, there is no such thing as too low when it comes to lob wedges and sand wedges for these players, Matt. So they're super excited about what they're seeing there. And combined with the spin and the feel with the sole grinds, they're able to hit those shots closer to the hole more often, which is where the money is for them. Well, I can tell you, my friend, we are super excited too. This is absolutely gorgeous product. Cannot wait to see how well it is received, as I expect, in the marketplace. Corey, thank you very much for your time. We wish you and Titleist the very best. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Folks, we'll be back with more of the Fairways of Life show right after this. Ben Hogan demanded perfection in every golf club that bore his name. We still do. Exceptional quality, exceptional craftsmanship, exceptional price. Order your custom-built combo iron set at BenHoganGolf.com. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Chile. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I've absolutely smoked that. (laughs) Anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. You got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for checkout. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG golf clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art 
science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Today's a fun day for me. Um, I get to announce my first assistant captain is Morgan Pressel. And um, obviously she was, she was at the top of my list when I started thinking about um, who I wanted to do this with and, um, you know, for a variety of reasons, but, um, I was really glad that she said yes very quickly and, um, wanted to get the news out quick so we could get the ball rolling and, and get to work. That's awesome. Morgan, uh, going over to you. I know you're, you're a longtime Solheim cup player. Solheim cup passion runs in your blood. What were your thoughts when Stacy gave you the call? Yeah, I was very honored. Um, it, I was, first excited when Stacy got the captaincy and then when she asked me to help and be part of the team. I mean, the Solheim Cup has been a huge part of my career. It's always uh, some of the biggest highlights. I have a huge passion for it, and I'm excited to be involved with Stacy, help her behind the scenes, and, uh, you know, bring a great team to Spain next year. You've been on, on six teams. You've made a winning point. You've you've seen this team inside and out, Morgan. What are some of your greatest memories of your, your time on the Solheim Cup team? Oh, wow. There's like, there's so many. And, and some are on the golf course and some are off the golf course, too. Um, you know, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes in the team room, um, playing an individual sport our whole lives to have that opportunity to to be in a team room and a team atmosphere with some of the greatest players from our country. It's always a lot of fun. And um, I'm excited to see it from the other side. I'd say some of the on-course memories. I mean, certainly, you know, clinching the cup in, in 09. Um, I mean, but then playing in terrible weather in Scotland, you know, it's all kind of part of it. It, it ebbs and flows, but it's all just such an honor to wear the red, white, and blue and represent, have the opportunity to represent our country. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to be involved in it again this year, next year. Spain's definitely going to bring us some different weather conditions (laughs) next year. Uh, Stacey, Mm -hmm. as you, you said, Morgan was immediately on your mind. What does Morgan bring to the team and Mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to working with her on over the next year? Um, when I was thinking about my assistants in general, I just, I wanted people with passion for the Solheim Cup and people that love it. And Morgan fits that part to a T. I've loved, you know, I've always admired the way she's played, the tenacity, the fight. Um, I think that's something that, that I've played with myself, but I think that also needs to translate to our team as well. So, um, it's, it's more, it's kind of more just who she is as a person is is what I wanted. She's super organized, um, which is going to be very helpful. Um, and, and also the clothes side, Morgan's going to be my go-to with the clothes. So, um, you got to think about all this stuff as captain, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. So, um, you know, she, it was really, it was really more the passion though for the event. Um, and that's something that I, I want the girls to, that they're going to see and, and all of the assistants and, and out of me too, is our love for it. And, um, you know, and, and that fight to fight to go get the cup back. Morgan, uh, still playing, certainly, but really active still now on the Golf Channel side of things. How do you think that Golf Channel prep will help you as as you're helping Stacey figure out who's going to be on Team USA next year? I think the court is in. Well, I think I definitely watch a lot more golf than, than when I play. <laughs> so I'll definitely see week in, week out who is really playing well, how they're handling the pressure. I pay a lot more attention to statistics and, you know, where different players uh, fall in that category. And I know that Stacey and I are going to potentially take 
um, some time to study the course in Spain, see what might work well in terms of playing style, and um, just kind of go from there. I guess I'll be, while Stacy's out there, you know, playing, I'll be the one really watching um, every, every broadcast to yes. see, how, see how the players are doing. And she also got to see last year's Solheim Cup from the booth and kind of see the ebbs and flow of it, of where, you know, key things seem to happen in matches and things like that. So, you know, that's another side we, I can, I'm definitely going to pick her brain, her brain on, on what she saw last time and how we can, we can do better from that side, too. Great. We'll start opening it up for questions. We're going to start here on the Zoom. Uh, Beth Ann, I know you've got some questions. You want to open your mic? Yes. Hello, everyone. Congratulations. Hello. Hi, Beth. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, so, so Morgan, uh, first for you, what what did have you appreciated over the years the most about various leadership regimes of the Solheim Cup in terms of what you felt like really worked? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that each captain that I've had the opportunity to play under has brought kind of their own style and their own flair. And I think something that certainly Stacy carries as well, and she's mentioned already today, is they all have tremendous passion. And it's—I think Stacy has— taken some notes and I know that <laughs> I know I saw her notebook yesterday so she's you know as we've all learned from playing under different captains kind of things that we loved and maybe some things that we'd like to see done differently and I think I mean I've had the honor to play under some of the greatest uh, you know players um, for Team USA and, and great leaders so um it's gonna. It's a tough task. <laughs> it's a tough task. So I'm gonna be here supporting Stacy from behind the scenes, more so. But uh, I'll be her cheerleader and um, you know try and do everything that I can to support her and everything that that she wants to see come out of Team USA. Is there anything you really you really want to do that you you know you'd say to Stacy, "Hey, this really fits my brain," or besides the clothes? <laughs> I don't know if she wants to do that. I just put it on her. I don't know if we've gotten quite that far yet. Um, we're kind of just starting to get the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, like I mentioned, I'll definitely be paying attention um, through the broadcasts and and my role with Golf Channel and NBC Sports in, in that direction. And uh, I think I will definitely be able to help there and. You know, I guess we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Sounds good. And I just have one more for Stacey. Um, when you're figuring out, like, your your group of supporters, not just your assistant captains, mm -hmm. but your helpers, yeah. um, did this sort of come really quickly to you, like, immediately who you knew you wanted? Or did you have, like, pages in your notebook? <laughs> as far as Morgan or... Everybody. I mean, Everybody. I already know kind of what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, there's matter. been, yeah, there's been a couple people that were immediately kind of on, on the table. Um, and then others, you know, other pieces I'm going to have to think through, but, um, you know, I, I really want the environment to be really good around the players and, and to make that environment comfortable and relaxing and fun you have to have the right people. And it starts with your assistants. Um, I realized that last year is that your assistants spend a lot of time with the players, even more than I do. Um, so so it's, it's really important that the players are excited about your assistants as well. And they, they are comfortable with having them around and um, just creating a really fun, relaxing environment. I mean, that that's ultimately the goal. And um, so, I mean, I'm thinking about everybody. You're thinking about helpers. You're thinking about cart drivers, you know, just all the, the people, even your LPGA support staff, you know, you kind of want to have the right people there too. So, um, so it, that, that's kind of our job, our job right now and what we're working on. 
Thank you. Thank you both. Thanks, Beth Ann. We're going to go there in the room. Kent Paisley, I know you've got some questions. I can't see you, but I know you have them. He's here. Good here, Christina. <laughs> Stacy, have you thought about how many assistants you want? Um, you know, we're allowed to have three. Um, do I? I don't know if we necessarily need three. Um, if it turns out I do end up playing, we do need three. So. Um, I think, you know, I think I'm going to get two here pretty quickly and then kind of wait on the third and just see how things play out, um, just as far as who's going to make the team and things like that. So um, it'll be a work in progress. Have you reached out to the second potential captain? I have. And she said yes, but we can't say who it is yet. <laughs> Morton, you were mentioning how there are some things you would want to change from past Solheim Cups. What are those? And have you both talked about them already? Yeah, I think one of the things that even Stacy's already kind of uh, – started is just a little bit more transparency with the players, uh, better communication. And I mean, she's already kicked that off from the day before she was announced as captain. So mm -hmm. I know that's a big goal as part of her leadership and, you know, try and be as available to the players as possible. And I mean, it's really all about how can they succeed the best? How can they feel the most comfortable out there? And, and, you know, it's about the atmosphere in the team room, but it's also the year and a half leading up to it, you know, encouragement for the players, definitely communication, things like that. Stacy, what's that communication been like so far? It's been great. You know, it, it's, it's pretty simple stuff. I mean, I've tried to just get, you know, when we said there's an announcement coming today, I want them to know the announcement. I don't want them to find out on Twitter. You know, I think just, just kind of little things like that, just to make sure they really feel a part of what we're doing. Um, you know, I got to talk to quite a few players over in Asia about, you know, things they like, things they didn't like. And so, um, you know, I want to figure out how I can make this Holm Cup week as much like a regular week as possible, whether that's practice or, you know, just so they can go through their normal routine in a day of working out and getting treatment or whatever they need to do. I just want to make it as normal as possible. So I need to talk to them. I need to know what they like, what they don't like. So, um, so it, it started and, uh, and the girls have been great. They've been really open and, um, you know, they're, they're excited about this too. Have any suggestions stood out? Um, you know, the big one is, is practice and kind of what you're required to do every day. Um, they, they want more input in the pairings and things like that, which, which is great. You know, we just, we need to educate them a little bit more about the process and how it works too, so they can better help us. So, um, you know, they, they just really want to be involved and, and that's, and I think it's, I think it's a great thing. Great. Thanks, Kent. We're going to go back to Zoom. Keely, I know you've got some questions. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Congratulations, Morgan. Thanks, Keely. Uh, as um, as Stacy mentioned, you had a different perspective um, watching the Solheim Cup from the booth. I'm curious as to what you learned from that and like how you saw the Solheim Cup differently and if that helps um, inform you on how you're going to make any assistant captain decisions. Well, one of the things that I saw was a really strong European team, yes. uh, probably the strongest that they've ever put together. So mm -hmm. uh, I definitely saw that in almost every shot that they hit. I, I'm not going to lie. It was hard to be neutral, <laughs> but I tried to do my best. Um, that was its own challenge in itself. But, you know, taking a step back, and I know I spoke to Stacy even earlier in the week just about how everything was going on, I think. You know, Stacey having been now unofficially an assistant captain in Scotland and then an assistant captain last time, you know, she really has a good idea of the ins and outs of, of 
what needs to be done and, and how things need to work within the team. And um, I saw that from her last year for sure. And, you know, I just we got to put together a great squad, a great squad. That's that's really the key. Thank you. You two, you're going to be captain, assistant captain now, but you've got a lot of experience as teammates inside the ropes at the Solheim Cup. What are some of your memories there, and how do you think that dynamic is going to help? Do you think that dynamic will help as you look ahead to next year? Do we ever play a match together? No, we never. We, we never. We were maybe going to in Scotland. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed in Scotland. Julie, I think Julie was actually going to send us out first match, first day. So we were both really fired up for that, and um, fortunately didn't get to do it. But um, just our experience of playing with different people and different pairings, and um, you know, just the ebbs and flows of matches and how it works, and. Um, you know, she just, I mean, she has so much experience in it. And I, I just think it's important to get lots of different perspectives because I think there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, and so what's worked for her maybe didn't work for me. And, you know, that can help other players differently. So, um, you know, I, I mean, just, I mean, she's played six. I've played five, I think, four, five, I think made five, I guess, played four. But um, just the experience of knowing what, what, it, what the week is like and how, what it's going to be like for the players. You know, we just really need, need to prepare them on that front. And I think that one of the things that we'd, we've learned over the years, too, is that there is a wide range of personalities within the team and within those team rooms and even within leadership. And I think that that is uh, a good thing, not a bad thing. Like, it, it can really, really work well for the team to have those different different approaches, different personalities, and, and really work together uh, to put out the best team possible great i'll have to uh, rely on sarah there just let me know if we have any other questions from kent or anything left in the zoom while we're uh doing that i am i would be remiss if i didn't bring up carlsbad this week um stacy you'll be playing with uh, i believe Inji and, and julie over the first two days how does it how does it look out there um and uh i think you'll pick captain easter's mind at all about some other topics <laughs> Um, I'm sure it will come up at some point. Um, I already saw her this week and she was asking how things were going. So, um, but it is nice and toasty and warm here in San Diego. So those of you that aren't here, you're missing out. Um, but, um, we're here for a great week again. Um, obviously everyone's kind of got Chevron on their, on their minds for next week. So, um, just really trying to get ready for next week more than anything. I did also want to ask both of you about Chevron coming into the, uh, the last event at Mission Hills, both of you as past champions have made that jump. Um, what are your your thoughts? I'll start with you, Morgan, as we, we head to the, the final week in the desert, your memories that you've got there, and uh, just knowing that this, it's not the last tournament, but uh, the, the opportunity to celebrate Mission Hills. Yeah, Mission Hills is uh, certainly has always been one of my favorite courses. Maybe I'm a little biased. <laughs> I think Stacey I'm on the same page. probably feels the same way. Um, you know, and, and we've had a, an incredible run at Mission Hills in the desert. Um, you know, having the honor to have jumped in Poppy's Pond is definitely a moment that I'll remember my entire career. So it is a little bit bittersweet being the being the last year, but I'm really excited for Chevron being on board. I think they have really big ideas and big dreams for the future. And I kind of think about it as um, kind of the transition when we made the transition to the KPMG Women's PGA Championship and how that really evolved into, um, I think, a 
a more spectacular event than any of us could have dreamed. And I really think Chevron has seen that and and wants to put their own stamp on on our major. Yeah, and I actually, I was, I, when you were talking about winning, that was really where I met Morgan for the first time. I, I played with her that final round the year she won, and I was out there as Loam when you jumped in the pond. So, um, so I, it's, um, I just remember being out there. I was like, gosh, I want to jump in that pond myself. And to get to do it a few years later was really, really cool. And it, obviously, like she said, it's such a great place, and we have a great history there. Um, but... You know, but it, it probably was time, you know, and we're going to celebrate all our past next week, which is going to be so much fun. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to take one more jump myself. So um, so that's what I'm working for. Absolutely. Well, unless I hear anything from Sarah, I'll close out with uh, with one last question. Uh, I listened in on a, on a meeting you, you two had yesterday. Um, all sorts of new stuff that I'm sure you've never quite had to uh, to, to work on before for the Solheim Cup. What's been some of the more eye-opening things you've learned about that uh, now fall under your care, Stacey, as you look to next year? Um, oof. I don't, nothing's really surprised me too much yet. Um, I, I knew there was a lot that was going to go on, you know, kind of behind the scenes to get ready, but um, I haven't been too surprised yet. I don't know. Morgan? Yeah, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot to, to really, you know, a lot of a lot of tasks on the to-do list. And I mean, I always knew that they were there and, and that the captains in the past have worked really hard behind the scenes to make all of that possible along with the LPGA staff. And, um, so yeah, I just, I just saw the checklist and it's yeah. like, okay, we've got a lot to work on, and uh, but we got some time, so we're prepared. Mm-hmm. Get excited. Can you believe it? Golf season's here. Abella Insurance is welcoming the Northeast Golf Show as it rolls into Foxborough at Gillette Stadium's Fieldhouse on March 25th through the 27th. It's your chance to demo all the latest equipment and book your golf trips for the season. Have a great day with your family and friends. There's free parking and special golf show deals at the Golf for Less Pro Shop, March 25th through the 27th. Get all the details, discounted admission, and become a VIP all at northeastgolfshow.com.